There's no sound clips for this episode. It wasn't worthy of any sound clips. Just want to put that out there. Go back to the mirror universe, Barile. Good evening. Star Trek D Space Nine Season 6 Episode 8 Resurrection. It happened back in, all the way back in 1997. Uh, but here we are 25 years later on Live Long a Podcast, beginning our review and re- walking down Beverly's Lane with this Season 6 episode, possibly the lowest point of Season 6. We're going to find out as we continue our ongoing quest to watch every episode of D Space Nine and talk about it. But uh, we're just getting started. I'm Dave Mater uh, here uh, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. Or you might be listening to us on the audio version. Joined with Jeff Mater, who's fiddling with his microphone, and Kevin Millard. Hello. Hello, Dave. And Jamil Robinson. And we were, we were, we, there was a little chatter, guys, as we were getting ready. You know, wait, should we just skip right to ratings? Should we just move yes. on to something else? Yes. Right away. Because. Yes. Um, Let's talk about the previous episode. I unfortunately wasn't able to attend. Um, so last I week would, you are cordially invited. We I talked about the wedding talk episode. About that episode actually. Well, uh, yeah, Jeff wasn't here either for that. Um, but um, I, we all gave it uh, high ratings actually last week. On you are cordially invited. We're going to talk about Re- what is this called? Resurrection. Who um, cares? Is it a resurrection for such? For for a title that has erection in it, what a <laughs> limp story. Oh yeah. Okay. Like I'm gonna put this out there. This is my least favorite mirror universe mirror universe episode ever. By far. It's maybe among my least favorite Bajoran themed episodes or even Kira's Love Life themed episodes. Further. Uh, further. I um, think I would need to rewatch some episodes. This might be my uh, the episode I hate the most. I abs- I like there's episodes I don't like. I actually hate this episode. Right? I feel personally offended that I had to watch it. I had like I even bad DS- DS9 is something I enjoy. I stopped the show and I'm like, oh, well, hopefully it's near the end. I still had like 30 minutes left of the show. I was 10 minutes into the show and I was done with this episode. This is an awful episode. It makes it it does nothing to the narrative that is currently going on that we are currently invested in as an audience. It does nothing for any of the characters on the show. I don't appreciate Nuri's any more than that. It's it's just a episode that has no impact on the characters. A majority of the characters are nonsensical for what they do in this episode. This is an awful episode, Dave. Awful. I'm with you. Uh, Kevin, let's go to you next. Um, how do you feel about Resurrection as an episode? I think Jamil summed it up. It's it's terrible. It, it, it belongs... If it belongs at all, it belongs in season one. It doesn't fit here in season six at all. It has nothing to do, like like Jamil was saying, it has nothing to do with the narrative or the story. Like it has nothing to do with anything. And I usually like like when they bring in the intendant. I like her performance all the time. Even this one is like, eh, it's not good. There's nothing here. There's nothing. It's Muse bad. This is Muse bad, Jeff. Are are you the dissenting voice here? Are you going to tell us? No, this is a great episode. Listen up. There's some great moments here from uh, Nana Visitor and uh, Baril Antos, whoever plays him. Um, uh, okay. Um, I watched this episode first, and then I went back and uh, watched your culturally invited after. And you know, that, that was like a you know a, a breath, uh, you know, um, some some nice water, some nice fresh water after like just taking a mouthful of salt water. You know that's, it, you know, and I don't. You know how I feel about the whole wharf and Dax relationship. Yeah. So you know, it's but, never gonna get better than this. Give me your rating right now. Uh, seven and a half. You know, that was, you know <laughs> acceptable. All right, 
Because we all gave it tens last week. Jamil, what's your rating on that episode? I give it an eight point five. Eight point five. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you, guys were you, weren't, you didn't have the energy in the room. <laughs> yeah, there were some good you were things I liked there. about, especially um, I liked uh, like the bachelor party was really funny, and um, you know Dax having to prove herself to uh, Martok's wife, and there was a lot of really good jokes throughout the episode. But overall, to me, it's not a ten; it's like a throwaway. I, I'm not going back and rewatching that episode. Like it's <laughs> just the way I feel about it, you know. But it I was great. It was great. You know, this episode is, you know, never again. It's you know, it's we're, we're just doing ratings now. <laughs> we're going to ratings now. We don't we're, before we even talk about what this story was. Oh, we're going to do ratings right now. Fuck, yeah, we're just do it. let's just do it up front, and and we can come back to it at the end if we feel like maybe maybe we want to change. I might the hate ratings. it even more. Yeah, I, I, I'll give it a one. <laughs> Only for the fact that there's a good joke in the episode when Kira comes up and they all know that she's banged Mirror Baral and they ask her a question like, Oh, how'd your night go? And then she answers like, It was fine and the like they're like we knew it. You know, they all like know right away that she's, you know, <laughs> you know, in bed with Baral. So that part was good. Other than that, I hated this episode. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree, but I, I go a little higher than a one. I feel like it's like a, it's like a three. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's got a couple, I think, I think there's some good acting in it in times, but, um, I think that uh, they try to do something with it, but really the episode doesn't belong. It doesn't fit. I, I agree. Jamil. I give it a two and that's only for the interaction with Quark and Nerese in the, yeah. um, to, uh, the, um, the uh holding bay uh to me that was the only thing that seemed interesting uh it, it seemed like we cared about the characters for a second and other than that no i i, I actually was trying to talk myself out of not giving it a zero that's bad. i hate this <laughs> sam's giving it a zero he's saying no i'm not talking uh, myself out of it it's a fucking having... zero Davin's it is an insulting, it relentless piece of shit. It is awful. Uh, you're going zero? Zero. Yeah, it's terrible. This this doesn't even have a B story. No. No, it's got one terrible A story. <laughs> this might end up being the lowest rated episode, guys. As it should. Like, it should be. <laughs> but is it worse than like... Vortex? What have we no. what have yes. we given this bad? Um, of an, <laughs> yeah, I mean, of yes, it is worse. Like we're talking vortex bad. It's worse than I think. It's worse than we the will quote this. Like I might give it a negative one by the end of the show. We won't what if we quote get... this episode at all? Uh, Jeff, what do you say? Is it is it worse than Second Sight? What happened in Second Sight? Second Sight was in season two. The one where Cisco did something. Um, we gave it a really bad rating. Right before it was after. It's got to be Cisco and Bajoran stuff. Yeah, it's got to be second side DS9. Probably right. Uh, that was the oh, that was the episode where he's like, she's like, he's got this girlfriend. Cisco's got and like, there's this alien who's trying to take over the. Station. Oh yes. Um, it's worse it's, than that, but it's worse. It is it's, worse. It's yeah. worse than that. Yes. Okay. What else did we give a really low? What's what's in like a two or one rating? Like, is there anything? Nothing. Okay. Three point six. Crossfire. Remember Crossfire? No. You got to give us uh, more than that. Crossfire. Yeah, you're the only one that remembers the names. What? Why is it that? Oh, that's the a, worst. That's... Ep the, the worst episodes always have the coolest names. It's a Shakar episode in season four where, yeah, um, it's another Kira love life story. Okay, so the, the, I think, you know, when you said it's the worst mirror episode, I don't even consider this a mirror episode. Like, they, they don't even go to the mirror universe throughout the whole episode. It's, it's to me, this is a Kira love life episode. And I don't care. You know? Like, I just, and they have one a season pretty much. And Every time I'm like, oh my god, another one? Oh, it's a Shakar episode. Oh, it's a Barile episode. Oh, it's Barile again. Oh, oh, and then and then they do Odo later on. You know, 
I just don't care, you know. Uh, it, it's the same thing with Dax. I don't care who who they're having sex with. Does it? That's not why I watch the show. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's just how I feel about it. I'm more, I'm more interested in the war and you know the the whole the get the Alpha Quadrant and the you know the Cisco. Like I, you ever notice pretty much throughout all these episodes, Cisco is not even anywhere to be found because I think Avery Brooks probably felt the same way. You know, he he's like, I don't want anything to do with these episodes. Keep me, keep me out of your mouth in this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, he they try to give him a couple scenes in this episode where he's talking to Kira about this, and that, that really is a pointless episode. It makes scene, him and... look stupid in this episode. Yeah, they both look stupid in this episode. Everyone uh, looks stupid in this episode. I like. Yeah, and it's out of character for people who are supposed to be. Um, the commanding officers of a major space station, they just like blindly trust this thief that is like from a different universe that they know is corrupt and evil, you know, and yeah, they, yeah. they they have no suspicions of what his alternative motives might be. It's insulting. It's insulting to the intelligence of the audience. It, it makes no sense. It just doesn't make sense. Whoever wrote this was an idiot. From the jump, someone transports into ops and no security detail comes to, I know. like, I was like, what? They're what all just like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, look, so this episode was written by Michael Taylor, who wrote a bunch of DS9 and Voyager episodes. After uh, this? After this? He wrote in the Pale Moonlight, guys, he, as well as this. So was it like a two for one deal? It was like, hey, <laughs> you got this great one here. You got to take this one too. Yeah, I got two stories for you. They're like, great, we'll take both. You know, we'll play this one first. See how the audience likes it. Um, how do you how do you write those two episodes? How does that occur? You know, because they don't they don't jive together. The reason why this episode is not as bad is not because of Beryl's performance or Kira or Nana Visitor's performance. It's the writing and the story is dreadful. Yeah, it's it's the premise to begin with. Like, it's just we didn't need it. We didn't need it at all. Yeah, I feel like, well, who can we bring back from the dead, from the mirror universe? Who And they for some reason, they decided Brile was the right choice. I don't know how they even came to that conclusion. Um, but uh, maybe they were like, well, let's bring back that actor, Philip Anglum, who plays uh, Brile. But why? Like his like his story was was over and like it was sort of forgotten. And yeah. right, he's, he doesn't come back to life here. This is not a resurrection. This episode is not even a great title, you know? It's uh, it's 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 tough. It's tough. It's tough to get into, guys. This whole hostage situation here. I did like the scene where like Cisco's yelling at him. He's like, "Have you heard her? You will. I promise you." And he's like, "Well, I promise you. If you try to stop me, I'll kill her or whatever." But uh, I really, really like Cisco for him just you know <laughs> getting angry and holding on to that pole. Well, the thing uh, is, too, in this scene, all I keep thinking in this scene here is. We have seen Kira kick the shit out of people so many times. Yeah. In that same situation, but all of a sudden now she's like helpless. Like, are you it's, kidding me? It's her old love. It's her old boyfriend. Oh, please. I know. So what I took from this um this point because I was already kind of done with this episode. What is that he steals? He pulls he he steals that and you see him put it into his pocket, but proceeds to chew Two. for the rest of the scene. Yeah, he's not endearing <laughs> throughout this whole thing. Um, but you know, like I was watching with Jane, and she was she was okay with the episode, and she wasn't complaining. So, you know, uh, Jane, if you want to get in here and defend your position, feel free. But Jane, uh, I like you very much. I don't like you for this though. <laughs> she was like, "What's the problem? It's just one of the, you know, what's why you gotta have one of these kind of episodes." And I was like, "I don't know, like." Um, you know, it's... what do we but... learn from any of the characters? From well, they'll she would they would let her this hostage situation continue up a fifty six story ladder climb. Uh, I was also upset because they said that they were going to a a, a landing pad landing when this pad, is clearly a, an upper pylon, um, and <laughs> you know, hence hence the climb, right? And so, uh, yeah, like she's like you got a cracked power cell, and this whole thing is. Just kind of, so is it then, a waste of resources? Yeah. Yes, and, and everybody's time during wartime. Yes, 
when there could be a, an attack any minute from the dominion like you know you're indulging this shit it's kind of nonsense uh it's so it's uh you know when you know he's a mirror universe guy he's not the 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 the, the brow you know but they're going with this whole like love they, they were very romantic back in this era of television i think they were just like you know people when people are got a true love or something or an old flame you know it, it makes people do stupid things and they often write them incredibly stupid the um, character the character that was in love with the person absolutely everyone else in the show is supposed to be rational yeah and they're not except well, except quark quark's the only character throughout this whole episode that is rational you're telling me that odo does not like Hmm, I have a bad feeling about this dude for the entire episode. Like, if it was like an episode where this is happening and Odo is like, I don't trust him, and there's um, added tension between Nerese and Odo because Odo had, you know, trust in the female um, shapeshifter, and Nerese was telling him about her intentions, right? So you have like a conflict that's going on that makes sense that builds off of what previously happened and is uh, building to the resurrection of their friendship right that would make sense mm -hmm. this does not make sense at all <laughs> yeah i agree cisco... Also, also cisco should like i know we're not there yet but cisco should like like suspend kira for at least a month you know <laughs> like for everything she does throughout this whole episode, she's a terrible officer throughout this whole episode. Yeah, but who's gonna call Kira on anything? I think it's... Oh, we're just jumping. Okay, if we're jumping to the end, so are we? Burrell, well, you know, who cares? Burrell <laughs> breaks in, right? And so he he goes into. Hold on, I'll bring it up. He breaks in, and he's able to use the keypad to. You know, get to the orb. Um, the Inquisitor um, knocks out a security guard, right? And, you know, enables Intended. the technology. Huh? Intended. I, I honestly, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who these characters are at this point. Mirror yeah. Universe sucks, right? DS9 Mirror Universe sucks. I don't care about Smiley. I don't care about any of them. We're into the thick, like, it was... It was good to humor them in earlier episodes when DS9 was kind of middling around. We're deep in the thick of like the actual story people care about. And I have no time for these people. They do not take mind share, right? They're not my zeitgeist. None at all, right? Yeah, but, it's a misplace. So she knocks out a, a security dude, right? Uh, well, just... with, yeah, with the massage, the good old massage, you know, like that was a little So there's earlier. no briefing, it seems, on Mirror Universe counterparts with any of the security team, just in case, you know, uh, things come up. E even, even changelings. She could have been a changeling, right? It's like, yeah. well, hey. the major's acting weird. I'm just going <laughs> to give her a massage, right? <laughs> totally in her character. So the security guard dude looks He's like a moron as well. He starts smiling. Like, <laughs> Are, am I watching like like a Skinamax? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, throughout the whole <laughs> this scene, there's so many different times with the intended. I'm like, this is so cheesy, so bad. Uh, I love the yes, a great slow mo. She should be fired. She should be fired. Yeah, like no, or at least suspended. Actually, the cure should be under a major investigation because they would need to check her to make sure she is actually Major Kira. We're, okay, I was, and she had this thing with her too, which made no sense. Like, cause she does this whole thing. Like, if you look at, it, she doesn't have any pockets or any kind of gear on her. But then all of a sudden, she goes over there and she pulls out this thing, like from her boot. Dave, you don't just, want to know where it was. I guess you know. <laughs> don't so want to know, Dave. And she uh, uses it to get the things going yeah like i i don't mind these mirror universe characters i liked like the very first episode crossover that they did was really good and a couple of the episodes that came after were okay too especially like i remember like remember when like a mirror like or with cisco went over there and he's like i changed it you know and he was just like uh with the, with the passcode there was some good stuff but then it like by the end of like this like when we get to this episode especially and the one that comes after this the ferengi kind of focused one uh with zach and everything i really don't like these episodes and they really took me away from these characters that they're they're I, misplaced they're they're not in the right 
place in this story. Yeah. Like yeah. they're we're done with these characters by this point. I feel like this was fan service for a very some kind of sub segment of the Star Trek fandom who was like big into uh Burial storylines and was also Who is I, don't, I don't think that's what this is. This is the fact that the writers felt like they had to do another mirror universe episode. And somebody in the writers' room had the idea that hey, since there was that whole idea that like, you know, remember like Cisco went in and pretended to be mirror Cisco in the mirror universe? Well, why wouldn't the mirror universe people think to do the same thing? And send somebody to pretend to be them. They could have done this episode so so much better. You know, they could have started it off from the beginning that Kiro actually was the intended and was in and and the audience doesn't know. And they could have turned that on, you know, they could have done this episode so well, but they ruined it because of Barail and Kira's stupid emotions as far as like completely throwing out her ability to do her job. It makes no sense. Like but they could have done a good job here. But Jeff, they could Jeff, have done Jeff, like a Battlestar Galactica type episode here. De- Devil's Advocate, Jane's saying, what's so wrong with having a little bit of romance, a little bit of like, hey, let's forget about the war for a second and, you know, go for it. She says she does. She agrees it's not a great episode, but it's not a bad episode just because it's not your time. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna last re- week was a, a break from the a break from from the war and and uh, a romance episode kind of. And I mean, a comedy. I just feel like this episode does not do anyone any favors. I'm all for romantic episodes. I'm a romantic guy. But my issue still stands that it's not romantic for your lead to come across as dumb and everyone else to become idiots during the course of the episode. And it's not a comedy episode like Spin the Bottle in Angel, where there's a reason why people are acting this way, right? Now, as I mm-hmm. mentioned before, a little, like, you know, my self-writing, <laughs> if the Odo subplot was there, and it was building towards a rekindling of their friendship relationship, I would have less problem with this episode. Probably because, bring it up to a four. <laughs> but because it's devoid of any actual progression in any character whatsoever, like Kira should be changed from this scenario. And she's not. Right? Not really. This this feel like this is some kind of a rebound for her or something. I don't really know why they did this. Another, but... kick, at the, another kick at the can. But That's like what they we... should have called this episode. One of our yeah. one of our our criticisms of the last episode of you are cordially invited was that they yada yada over the Odo and um, uh, Kira makeup like reconciliation from everything that happened during the occupation when when Ducat and and then were in charge and uh, that he was like with the with the the founder and he was constantly and he sold them out and Rom got captured and yeah he kind of redeemed himself a little bit at the end but they they could have spent a whole episode just on trying to get back to that because we said it was irredeemable well probably but you know you can you can give it a better shot then they talked all night in the closet and it was fine you know Um, which which is why i i felt like it's out of place that it's never brought up and it it, this seems like the perfect place to have this type of like that type of discussion and progression in character in this episode this episode just feels hollow and that's why I, I felt so disconnected from it because I'm like, what is this for? And what am I supposed to get from this episode? Sam says, Phil, it's probably just a filler episode, guys. You know, like you Even got a 26- filler episode, though, has to do like, okay, you can do filler episodes, but filler episodes usually do two things. One, right? It's supposed to be, uh, you know, take you to the next part of the episode that's it's kind of like i would say fan fiction it isn't canon it's kind of fan fiction kind of leading you to the next episode it's usually either very fun right right or like it has romance now you can't have an episode full of romance without progression right because where like feelings are involved right the individual individuals are involved so there needs to be a progression from out of love to in love to out of love, right? If it's going to be just a whirlwind romance, right? And people typically grow from that, or there's something that they learn from the relationship. What did she learn? 
Um, she learned not that. Yeah, no, I like it. There's, there's not really anything like that, and it's more that I was bothered by a lot of the aspects of even like I was like, can I get a little bit more canon here, guys? Can I get a little bit more lore or world building? And what the little bits they do give me are very pathetic. That uh, Bejor mirror Bejor doesn't have these nuts growing all over it. Okay, and um. <laughs> What was we don't even thing? see his orb experience. Yeah, we don't even see it. He just talks about it a little bit, and then she well, tells him to shut there's up. There's a reason would... why we don't see it, because otherwise it would kind of spoil the ending. Well, right. they spoiled the ending by having it. Yeah, it's like, no. like This guy, this character was never that... This was not a popular character. I don't understand why they were like, let's bring this character, this Mirror Universe guy in. Even uh, if the world building was about the prophets and like the prophets being disconnected from the alternate universe and what does that mean like that's that's a conversation would the orb even work in the other universe this this episode's not about Barile. like he's just a, a conduit to get nana visitor to do the intended again you know that that's what this is all about okay there's nothing to do with Barile. he's the guest show star off her, showing off her range yeah, like they like that character. They like her performance as that character. They're like, let's do an episode where uh, uh, Kira and the intended actually square off. Like that's the whole idea of this episode. I, I I think that's actually a good idea if they had done it properly. I don't think you need Burial though. What like like I said, what they should have done was have like half this episode where the intended is Kira. And then, you know, maybe she gets the orb back. She goes back to the mirror universe and then, like, they have to go get her or they have to go stop her. That would have been a cool episode, you know? But that's not what they do. They do this bullshit Barile romance episode. And then they have this... It's just a poorly written episode. They could have, really. they could have instead of doing this, they could have had the orb go to the mirror universe and then have do something with, like, mirror prophets. Yeah, well, they could have they could have done a whole other side quest for Kira, so, uh, uh, separate from the Dominion War and all these things, right? You know, uh, in some ways, where yeah, like they have to go stop it, or like they're going to use the, the the orbs over there to wage war against you know the Terrans or whoever, and you know that it's a, a misuse of the of the thing. Maybe it's like they're in with the Pa race. Who knows? You could do a lot of different fun things. Have you ever seen like Mir Dukat or Mir Wayun or any of these no. type of people? Wouldn't that be interesting? You know? Yes. That would be much more interesting to meet Mir Dukat. I think. Or Mir Wayun. <laughs> Mir Dominion even. Um what what's that what's that equivalent? So it's like there's 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 better things. Uh, even a uh, conversation with the uh, the intendant and Odo where Odo kind of Put mentions, him in the room. no, I shouldn't be a television writer at all. I should. You should be. He put you in as head writer, showrunner. Well, maybe I'm. I'm. I don't know. I'm just exaggerating, perhaps. But you know, uh, I think. I think my tastes are a little bit too niche in in um, uh, long form storytelling. So definitely, I wouldn't mind being a a member of the writers' room, but. Uh, showrunners don't <laughs> don't get much respect and are not long for the world for the most mm, part. Fair enough. Um, okay, maybe we can get to fun facts, guys. Maybe there's maybe yes. we'll find something out. We're gonna we're, like um, let, 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 let's let, let, there's there's stuff in this episode we don't even realize why we like this episode yet. This is okay. the earliest I think we've ever done a fun fact. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to minutes. lay the mood. Um, and we've already done ratings too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, okay. Well, we could go through the scenes if you want, but I'd like, rather not. No, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> scene by scene, when this happened, wasn't that a great moment? Like, uh, maybe just like that dinner with like Worf, Dax, and Kira and Barile. That was Worf looks like an idiot in that scene. Yeah, he does, and he's there. He's wearing like this weird purple thing. I'm. I don't know what's going on with that, but um, I feel like we need to bring that visual. Uh, I think you might. I think I was sleeping at that point. Yeah, hold on. Let me just bring up the. the where's the um, the the famous? You know, I was I was mudding my uh, the storage room while this while kind of watching this episode, and the mudding was more interesting than this episode. <laughs> yeah, just like what what's he wearing? Like some kind of like um, um, robe almost or a pajamas. Jeff, you said mudding. Was Lewis Lit involved in that mudding? Maybe. 
do Daxon do Daxon Worf's outfits match? Or is this like something they got for the wedding? Maybe it's what Kira gave them. So is it like Christmas wearing... where they're wearing uh, matching pajamas? I think so. There's something going on with this. It's, anyway, but... it's the futuristic Snuggie. The whole thing where he like he steals the Mechlef, right? You uh, and he uses it to cut up this. What is this like a, a like a, a Jello? It's a Jello mold. It's gross. <laughs> this is what you like, use a Mechlef. That Jello mold right there sums up this episode perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Worf's like, whoa, that's something. That was quite a moment. Okay, let's get to details discovered by Dave here. Um, the opening scene as shot was different from the opening scene that aired, but it had to be cut for timing reasons. Originally, the episode opens in Kira's quarters. With Kira and Jed's air looking at Ziel's paintings, Dax points out that Kira still misses Ziel, to which Kira answers, I'll get over it. Death and I are old friends. Dax then suggests <laughs> that Kira brings death to dinner. They get up and leave the room, and the scene then picks up in the quarter as seen in the finished episode. So right to the there. That's like th- this episode needs to be scrapped. Let's just save the budget and just that's awful. Episode that's an awful yeah. scene. I would not. I'll get over it. <laughs> like yo, hey, let's have with y'all. Ah, whatever. Forget her. She starts you know? listening to the sound of silence. <laughs> I feel like it was cut for reasons more than just timing. I don't think that 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 would not made the episode better. No. Um, we could have seen Mir Zial. That would have been <laughs> a nice way to have done something like that. You done know? something. Hey, that could have been the resurrection. It would, have, it would have felt more earned, I think, because it, she just died. Uh, Captain Baudet is mentioned for the third time in this episode, having previously been refer, uh, referred to in the Maquis Part 2 and Let He Is Without Sin, where it was revealed that he and Jazir had dinner together several times. And we also find out in Season 7 that they they got it on. Uh, is this that's, assumed automatically? <laughs> well, no, but J- Ezri like, says that like later on. like that the, He's like, did, did, he, did you bag Captain Baudet? And she's like, I don't have to answer that. And then she tells him she did. Um, this episode was directed by LeVar Burden, who played Jordy LaForge, guys, on Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't know if you knew that. But um, the, 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 the shipping crate that Major Kira is inspecting has a design like the arena in Star Trek The Gamesters of Triskelion. Okay, let's get into the spoilers, guys. Just, you know, if you don't want to know too much about the episode. On the shelf behind Burial at the dinner is the trophy Wharf won at the Batleth competition in Star Trek The Next Generation's episode, Parallels. One of my favorite TNG episodes, actually. Um, Another episode concerning parallel universes. That's true. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, This episode features a reversal of the standard Mirror Universe episode format insofar that the story involves someone from the visiting normal universe instead of the universe the other way around whatever um it also differs from the traditional format because no one is killed in this episode <laughs> my will to watch d space nine was killed yeah this you is the only one gonna die in a mirror universe episode that's you know i i think it's really strange that kira lets uh, the intendant go back to the mirror universe and doesn't try to arrest her because she's like a she's like a, a lunatic. The intendant, like in any universe, um, but whatever. Uh, this is the final appearance of Brile. So hold, hold on a second. Going back to that previous comment, <laughs> so Cisco doesn't um, Kira doesn't allow the the security guard who Dugalt assaulted to have justice of his own, right? She's like, oh well. You know, Kier was able to, you know, not press charges against Burrell, but that security guard could have pressed charges. So that, sexual harassment. That was also ridiculous. Uh, it, it should be up to Kira whether or not charges are pressed. It's it's it's, it's he like took over. He put that's, had a hostage situation. That's an American idea. We didn't grow up with that, so it. Yeah. Weird. Uh, it's not up to her. Uh, <laughs> exclusively, at least. Um, transported illegally into ops. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, the final bar- appearance of Burial. You're yeah, not gonna see him again. Take a bow, Philip Anglum. Uh, when does Jed's or Dax die? Is the question here from Sam. Uh, that's not till the end of this season, so we're some time away. But thanks for bringing it up. Um, it's too soon, too soon. Uh, let's talk about um. When Kira points out to Quark that he had an orb of experience, she was referring to the episode Star Trek Deep Space Nine's profit motive. 
This is the only, uh, this is D Space Nine's only Mirror Universe episode not to feature Smiley, Elam Garrick, and the Terran Marauder. His name is Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have that? Oh, I wonder. Yeah. I would call you, you Smiley. It would have been hilarious if they somehow blocked the way for them to go back. So, like, the intent was stuck there. And then we have this added, like, she eventually gets away and, uh, like, like connects with, like, the founders or something. Whatever. She's the new Wayun. Yes. <laughs> or she works with Wayun and it's just awkward <laughs> between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Iris Steven Bear said on this episode, I think part of the disappointment that some fans felt with this episode is due to the placement in the season. After the six-parter and the wedding, an episode like Resurrection seemed like a little bit of an afterthought. But any episode with Nana Visitor can't be all bad. I think she did a lovely job. And though I don't think it's the best episode we've ever done, I think I don't think I think we've done worse. Uh, he also stated, I knew we were going to get hammered for whatever show we came up with after the war arc and the wedding episode. People were going to say, this is what you're doing next. It's not that feeling of let down after you've been done something big. It was bad timing and it probably should have been a relationship show, but I felt we needed one for Kira. And actually, I think it was the one of our better romantic shows. Where did he say this? Did he say this in public that people could actually respond to such a ridiculous statement? Like I would like I would want to retort. No, <laughs> you're wrong, right? Okay, romance episode. What do we learn about Kira after this episode? And if he could actually respond with that, with like an actual like something that makes sense and isn't just humming and hawing or well, we're gonna get hammered about this, and you know the placement seems kind of wrong. No, that's what the reason why this episode sucks. The episode sucks because the episode. Sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't disagree more with what he said there because, like, you know, just because it has the non visitor in it doesn't mean it's automatically going to be good. You know, like, you can't just write a bullshit story and just be like, well, she's a good actress. You know, like, I'm sure, I'm sure she read the script and was like, ooh, you know, and I'll do my best, you know, but this is rough. You know, like, I would, I would figure. Like, if someone told me that Nana Visitor wrote this episode, I would like, okay, it makes sense. She probably got very, you know, involved with... Um, Not the so Vinet- fast, Jamil. Sorry? Not so fast. Nana Visitor doesn't like this episode. She feels like Kara acts out of character. She feels like she was well over the death of Burial. And for another thing, she would never... Kira would never get involved with a man she just met. She wouldn't sleep on the first date like that. That's... Not truth to power truth so to there power. you go like you know so, and the actress knows the character better than the writers do and that tells you something you know that they had lost their way with kira you know and, and they, they didn't really know what to do with her anymore and so they tried to rehash an old story and they're like then they they did a twist on it by making a mirror universe version and, and it just doesn't work you know it's, it's just not a good episode it's one of the worst episodes by far Okay, here, here's a. This is an important fact. Um, although Michael Taylor, Michael Taylor is credited with, with writing the episode, Iris Stephen Bear said that the idea was his, and the bulk of the on-screen uh, was work of him and Hans Beimler. So uh, I, that's I, why I that, was that defending not, it. That does not surprise me at all. This reeks of Iris Stephen Bear. This whole episode, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so yeah. like to say like the same person that wrote in the Pale Moonlight wrote this, I don't believe that at all. There's no way, you know. <laughs> And you're right. You're right. There's, there's, there's. Uh, it's not quite a Michael Taylor episode. It, for some reason, he must have wrote a lot of the teleplay or something. But um, he's like, we got to insert this quirk sequence in it. It makes no we, sense. Yeah, we need this quirk episode where Quark's the wise one who figured he's a, he's the tormented one. You know, um, and, and then you know, Kira's like, oh yeah, Quark's right. Like, yeah, it just felt like. <laughs> why why it's not just about the timing of the episode it's it's but it kind of is that is part it's of bad it. but also the timing is bad like it's just it's yeah bad it's already. worse because the timing's so bad but I don't, no i don't i disagree with that i don't care that it comes right after the wedding episode it doesn't matter like the, i don't really like the wedding episode this episode sucks standalone on its own i don't care when it is i don't care if it's in the third season the fourth season, it does not matter it's a crappy episode regardless yeah. You know, that's it's, that's how I look at it. 
it, it is terrible regardless, but also I don't mean it like comes after this wedding episode. I mean, we're done with the mirror universe at this point. Like we don't, we don't want the mirror universe anymore mm -hmm. in this show. We're on to Martok and, and, and Wayun and Dukat, like these good fucking characters. We're going to get into uh, more um, Kai Wynn. Like, these are good stories, good actors, good, like, what Characters. is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were so many things else they could have done. Like, yeah, you could have done just a, a whole Dominion episode, or you could have done so many things. So you could have done a cool Mirror Universe episode with all of these new characters that you're talking about, Kevin. You know, yeah. it's like, you, 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 but instead we get a retread. Uh, we know you like the intended. We get it. You know, every time she's in a mirror universe, like she's the star of the mirror universe episodes almost every single time. Yeah. And it's it's annoying. So going back to what Sam was saying for if I was writing the show, right? And we don't have the Odo, you know, Kira kind of, you know, improvement of their relationship episode kind of tacked on as the B storyline to this episode. I would actually take this episode and move it to in the six part episode, a six point, uh, six part uh, kind of episode that we had earlier this season. And what happens if Varel transports while the Cardassians and the Dominion have control of the station? It, bec it becomes an interesting situation where they're like, we can use them as a tool to get the Bajorans on our side, right? Because we have him coming back saying, like, oh, he didn't die. You know, that was a Federation lie or something. And at the same time, Kira is dealing with Odo, but also trying to get to this this Burrell character as well. Right? And, you know, we can, you know, kind of build off of that, like intertwine that. It might extend an episode or so, but at least if you if you want to do this idea, you do it in a way that's a lot more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, let's come back to the ratings here. We've talked about this episode a bit more. Do we like it anymore? Do you want? To, does anyone want to adjust the ratings? Yeah, I'm going to go point five. <laughs> I'm going to go to one point five. I hate it even more. I'm going to two and a half. The uh, more I think about this episode, the more I like it less, and I start creeping toward that zero that Kevin has given it. Yeah, I'm going to stay at zero because I don't even think it's good enough to hate it more than not than right. nothing. Like, Yeah. I like it the most. Uh, Probably of anyone on Earth. I still oh, give it a zero. Jane? <laughs> Jane? Or, uh, he's going to a one. Sam's going to a one. And Jane is what, okay. What would Jane give it? I yeah. still like you. What would Jane uh, give? Her? What would Jane give as a rating? Yeah, that's a good question. Jane, if you're listening, let us know. Sam goes zero. No, he's he's he's, he's wavering. He, he, can't, you know. <laughs> he can't decide. He's like, it's zero. It's a one. It's a one point something. Uh, guys, this is taking down the season six average rating dramatically. This was a on pace to be a killer season, to uh, definitely be the top season, and now. It's all it's all in question. There, season five doesn't have a stinker like this, so it's um, this this is going to be um, this race might be all for naught. This like is the this is the beer bad of uh, you know Buffy season four. Our lowest rated episode of season five was Rapture at a five and a half. So like that's like even a bad episode, Dave. I would still watch it. I'm like, I might not like it, but I'll still watch it. This one, I had, I stopped multiple times, and I was like, how much is left? Do I even continue? Like, I had to take breaks from watching it. I shouldn't, for an hour ep a show for Deep Space Nine that I care so deeply about, I should not have that reaction whatsoever. That is a massive failing. Yeah, I don't. I like the Mirror Universe. I'm a fan. But sometimes it's bad. These the, the this but episode in the purpose though it served yeah its purpose. It's been right. that's it, they, what I mean overdone. by we're done with it. Is it's we've had it and now we're we've moved on. Is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Not that it was bad. I like it, but 
It was good, like especially in the beginning of Deep Space Nine. But now that they're into this stage of the show, it's like you definitely don't need this. There's no. so much more important things you could be doing. You're wasting time, and wasting uh, an amazing cast. You know, even though you're using part of your cast a little bit, but like, do, not really. do they do they do a Mirror Universe episode in season seven? Yes, it's the one yeah. where uh, Zach gets captured and they like Quark and them have to save him. It's it's pretty bad. It's really bad. It's it's it might be our lowest rated episode of season seven. And I don't know. I, I thought we were I, like we we still haven't hit the Vic Fontaine stuff yet. Oh, but that's coming. I like, but like you know. okay, Vic F- Fontaine still has character development. We learn something from the characters, and it drives the characters in a certain directions. This just seems so hollow. That's one of the major problems of this this episode. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of problems. Okay, what what comes after this episode, though, guys? Like uh, statistical probabilities is the ten of that. 10 <laughs> and we're gonna be giving that a 10 so we're gonna be right yeah, back one of my favorite episodes comes right after it like it's in my top five ds9 episodes the next episode so we're it's gonna be like we're gonna look at our ratings and how it was like nine nine ten ten you know and it was just like one it was like this big stinker and then back up we'll be right back up because after statistical probabilities we have the magnificent ferengi which i remember liking um that's and, the one with Kivon, right? When they, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a clever episode. And then Waltz comes after that, which is that's the one with Ducat and Cisco, and they're in the cave. And yeah, uh, that's great. That's an amazing episode. Uh, Who mourns for Morn comes after that, and then we're getting into like far beyond the stars. Yeah, one little ship, honor among thieves. Um, which which that one? That's, oh, that's when Brian goes to the, the Ryan Syndicate, Change of Heart, which is the Dax and Worf um, go on that mission or whatever together, and he saves her instead of doing the mission. And uh, after that, it's another Ducat story or something. Oh, it's the one where like Kira goes back in time with her mom and all that with Ducat and the Orbo. That, that's, a, that's a good Kira episode. You know, yeah. like it's not my favorite episode. It's but better than this one. It's better than this. Yeah, yeah. And then we get Inquisition with uh, the whole thing. Bashir is a changeling, or like the whole thing with Sloan in Section Thirty One comes right after that. Then it's the Pale Moonlight. You know, uh, hit. One thing I'm not remembering, um, because you know we're rewatching the show, is how. Kira and Odo bridge their relationship. And because it's so fresh, they seem so far apart. Yeah, it seems like they... Where I know the end of going, it just... I don't know. It doesn't happen till late, right? Like... (sighs) It's amazing that they go from irredeemable relationship, Odo has completely broken all trust, and then they're, they're a couple... By like the end of the season, yeah, it's. Season? It, I think so. Yeah, I, I like that. That's the part I don't. I'm fuzzy on is when they actually like. I thought. I think it's. I think it's not until season seven. And I, I think, or like, it's very late in this season. Maybe. Um, I just felt like this would have been a prime example or a prime episode to kind of help bridge it, mm-hmm. and having like Kira kind of you know, understand Odo's situation in terms of, like, you know, the comfort of something that you know of, of like, making poor decisions, I think would have been a great way of working towards that relationship. Not solve all their issues, but working towards it. And they just cut him completely out of this scenario. It just makes little, like, writing sense to me. Yeah, I agree. It, it's it's a well. We'll always remember this one, or maybe we won't. Um, I thought you were gonna say we'll <laughs> we'll take you back to your precious vortex. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> good. Take us out of your precious vortex. <laughs> ah. 
I thought you were so leading to that line. Oh, I, I know. I know you said it. I wasn't. I was just thinking about how, like, this episode is, yeah, it's just, it's not for me. But, you know, if you like it, that's great, you know. Um, I still like you, Jane. I still. Yeah, it's all good. We, we you know, the, the, um, but I'm glad we got past it because I was, it, I felt like there was, the, there was, it was approaching for this podcast. It was a bit of a speed bump in this season. We just, we're just going to have to do it, you know, and then it's kind of clear sailing from here. Which is nice, you know. The storm's passed, so <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this experience listening along with us as we've been uh, recapping this episode twenty-five years ago, almost to the week. Um, and uh, we're going to get into some great uh, more content here on uh, the Star Trek: Deep Space Nine rewatch. Um, they wanted a break from the war. Well, we already had that with the wedding, um, but yeah, this is a prolonged break. Um, and uh yeah we'll be back okay they want a break from the war sure but like the break needs to be there there should be a reference of the war more so than just kind of like well we haven't heard anything that's good news like if we're gonna have a break isn't it interesting to kind of show how what does a break look like for the crew yeah like uh yeah that well apparently it's you know eating nuts and hooking up and whatever but um it it was like there was like one throwaway line where Worf's like hey uh they went to the border and nothing happened and Kira goes good and that's it like that's the line that's like the reference to the war and otherwise it's 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 Dax talking to Kira about going out with the uh, Captain Bidet or whatever else but statistical probabilities comes next a really great episode of d space nine we're gonna be talking about that next week um also you should check out our ongoing coverage of star trek enterprise uh a show we talk about every monday night uh it's you know it's been pretty good we just talked about the borg episode last night it was called uh, Reg- was it regeneration regeneration yeah. regeneration it was better than this episode resurrection uh we liked that one quite a bit um it was an interesting watching archer versus the borg um and all that kind of stuff and how um that all played out so check out that episode if you like to hear our coverage or uh, next week where we're going to be talking about um uh, first flight which is like this whole other backstory almost of a, a prequel to a prequel uh where we get a whole bunch of backstory on archer and when he first met trip and uh it was keith carradine was like a guest star in that episode so it's a it's a really interesting one we'll be uh talking about that next monday not david uh, carradine though right Huh? It's not, Keith Carradine. Not David. Okay. Not David Carradine. No, it's a uh, uh, not Robert either. Um, and so, but um, I digress. And then Star Trek Prodigy this Thursday, I'll be talking about that with Davin and Jessica uh, on uh, about eight thirty. We're talking. It's going to be called Masquerade. Um, I think it's episode fifteen of this first season uh, of Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, some interesting things going on there with Janeway and uh, and uh, Chakotay and a bunch of uh, of our legacy characters. I really recommend people check that out. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, and Star Trek Radio Theater. Uh, we just put out our most recent edited version of the Way to Eden. If you didn't know, uh, where we you know we Davin was like singing in the Space Hippie songs. There was some great stuff going on. Uh, the edited version is out. Uh, and guys, you're hearing it here first. We have our new Star Trek Radio Theater coming out soon. We're going to be doing the live record in December. Uh, we're bringing in almost every, almost, I think everybody on the network um, uh, in for this one or pretty close to that. Um, yeah, we're doing, guys, if you didn't know, we're going to be doing Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. What does God need with a starship? Uh, as I wait for that, uh, flow. there we go. Oh. Row, row, row your boats, motherfuckers. Row, row, row your boats. <laughs> uh, Star Trek The Final Frontier. Jeff, do you know? Did you catch all this in the chat? Um, a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah. who am I playing? Chekhov, Chekhov, okay. Uh, we got uh, Chris Murphy as Kirk and uh, Adam Woodward as Spock. I'll be playing McCoy, Jamil Robinson as Scotty. We got Kevin Millard as Captain Claw and John. Uh, some interesting characters from that movie. Uh, Ashley it's Millard. John. John, of course. I'm sorry. Uh, Ashley Millard is our narrator and Ambassador Sarek. We have Davin Scalehorn playing Cybok for this one. Um, and uh, uh, we also have Jody Simpson as God. 
which I think is going to be a fun thing. I, I don't mean to nitpick you, Dave, but shouldn't God be in quotes? Well, I don't know. It depends how uh, much of a believer you are, Kevin, I guess. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I think it's all, all good. Jane Mater playing uh, Romulan ambassador. Uh, we got... Is uh, Cybok going to question God's ratings for um, uh, trivial debates? He might. He might. Speaking of which, uh, this Sunday on our uh, on the, a member of the United Federation of Podcasts, we have trivial debates coming up, and Davin Skillhorn are hosting this Sunday night well, a music themed episode with Chris Seymour, Jamil Robinson, and Rylan Forsyth competing. This is going to be a barn burner. Get ready for it, everybody. Um, I, you know, uh, Jody said last night on the Enterprise podcast, Jamil, that uh, he is cheering for Ryland. He hopes he takes you two down. I'm gonna so. murder this dude. I'm gonna murder. <laughs> I've I've already asked uh, for his address so I can send flowers to his family. Seems a, meal a nice for wreath. Sam's pulling for you in this in this uh, in this one. So uh, this is gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this. Um, so check that out this Sunday night. You know how excited I am for this. I've already submitted my answers. That's how excited I am, and oh, I'm notoriously late. Well, there you go. So Chris Seymour coming in. It's going to be good. Uh, other, Also, this uh, well, first uh, Wednesday, uh, we got uh, the Super Mater Brothers podcasting coming up. We're doing Survivor Season 43 right now. We're up to like Episode 10 or something like that. And um, check that out. We'll be on uh, tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday, November 23rd uh, over there. And then we got some other great ones. Like tonight, there was X-Rated Podcast with David Skelhorn and Andre Mayette. They were uh, they were they were doing um, one of the newest episodes. Or yeah, Kozar. They were talking about Kozar and his parenting skills. There you go. Oh yeah, for because the data cyclops, right? Graphics history podcast with Andre and also um, KBBL starting this Friday uh, with Davin Skelhorn and uh, two of his buddies. Uh, they're doing a Simpsons recap podcast, going through each episode. episode. Second episode. No, no, they 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 were supposed to start last Friday, but they didn't. It didn't end up uh, launching. They had to scrub the launch, so they are going to be on this Friday instead. Doesn't it make it past like season ten? At most, I think it's going to be like season nine. I think is when the show dies. But um, uh, for me, I feel like it's, it's the same show after that. Homer's enemy, I think, is like the finale of the show. <laughs> and I'm just like that's the that's the end. Grimy, yeah, grimy. I feel like grimy is like the true ending of The Simpsons yeah. because it's like the perfect episode and then it's done. Like they peaked, and. Um, and then we'll see a Gilligan's Island podcast 2023. We'll see. Uh, it depends on the results of Survivor. Check that out over on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. And uh, yeah, did I, oh, and hold up a movie podcast uh, with Davin and uh, Chris Murphy. Uh, I was just on last week talking about dystopian movies like Jeez. Logan's Run and um, and Gattaca and southland tales that southland tales is awful. awful it is bad. <laughs> it is a bad when movie. it was announced i was me and chris were talking about it a lot you and murphy yes yeah it's oh geez yeah. like this is wasn't there a tv show called southland tales too or something like that no southland was southland. a pop show southland tales is a piece of dog shit. Is Kevin, Kevin Smith in it? Like it's the one that he talked about in Evening uh, Two when he was in England. He talked. He talked a whole bunch about uh, that because it's the Donnie Darko guy who made it. Uh, correction. Um, now, at Evening Two is both UK and Canada. Just, right, it's a just, double disc yeah, okay. one. But I'm talking featuring me disc. in the background. Hello. Are you in the Toronto one? I'd never noticed you. Uh, you you uh, see me waiting in line uh, oh, to okay. ask. Actually, I, I remember seeing you actually, Janelle. Yeah. I lost that disc I lo- uh, on the train, uh, go train years ago. So I only have the England one still. But um, I can provide a the PO file box and be like, wants, "There's, there's I, can a, I can provide a PO box if anyone wants me to sign their disc. So okay, all right. Well, well, we can look into that. You know, Sam, let us know. Um, okay. So did I mention all the podcasts? I think. Oh, we forgot about the Hellbound podcast, yeah, of Hellbound. course, with with Michael uh, Chan and Alex Blackburn. Are you are you announcing it? Are you announcing it? Uh, now the newest member of the United Federation of Podcasts, if yes. you didn't know, official members now, uh, they are collectively Riza. So, it's, um, <laughs> we don't know what that means, but they're 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 Rizians. 
together. So, um, and take that for what you will. And so, I guys, is there anything else we want to say about Star Trek: Deep Space Nine? Nothing, this episode, nothing. nothing? But you I can't always... even remember the name of it. Yeah. Resurrection. I, I have nothing to say. About it. I do hope that you know they made a video game or maybe even a fighting game about it. Let's talk about fighting games. Sam Jerka. Are they paranoid? Super Smash Bros. They got stuff going on. Not not official members of the Federation, but they're kind of like Bajor. Like they're um they might apply for membership one day. They might apply for membership one day, you know, if they if they're so inclined. So we're we'll we'll be waiting. Um that's it. That's all I had to mention. Okay. I just wanted to see if there was any new podcast room let's talk about fighting games. Uh no. So all right. That's it. Uh thanks for being with us and uh we'll we'll leave you on a quote, I guess. Um I've enjoyed your company as always, but it appears it is time we said goodbye. All right. Good night. Good night.